Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Daily Telegraph NRL podcast. Adam Mobbs here. This is my favourite time of year. It's not Santa Claus coming down the chimney. It's not time with the family or away from work. It's Phil Buzz Rothfield's Those Who Won't Exchange Christmas Cards This Year. You love a stink, eh? Oh, Buzz, I love that you keep this list every year of just little feuds mm. that go on. People, obviously rugby league's a yeah. passionate sport. We don't always get along. Uh, rugby league is a snake pit. <laughs> rugby league is a really, really nasty place to be sometimes. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just looking at this list now. And before we get what there, I want Ray to... Hadley giving it to Brad Arthur. Can we welcome in Russell Jackson? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, Russ. That? So that's, right. no, that's fine. Very sorry, Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Russ, my apologies uh, for that. It's fine. That's fine. I was just looking at that list. Um, there's a few non-league uh, stouches there too, which are uh, which are quite interesting. Certainly caught my eye. So what are you talking about, Buzzy? Ray Hadley. Oh, um, what didn't he give it to Brad Arthur mm, during what? the year? And I don't know why, because he made. But anyway, um, the week leading up to the grand final it was Hadley's birthday, and it was Brad Arthur's son's birthday, Jake. Anyway, you wouldn't believe it. Same day, they'd bump into each other in a restaurant <laughs> in Sydney's western suburbs. Well, the, Dural, up, up in the northwest, yeah. And, um, yeah, it was <laughs> quite awkward. But, uh, yeah, is... look, I, I'm, I'm not sure what that one's about and I'm not going to bag Hadley here because he's too powerful and he'll rip and tear. Please, we've and... stolen his old executive producer, Gav, the one on. Yes, and the one on, yeah. We're one up. Podcast one, Hadley nil. Yes. He yes. probably doesn't listen. He doesn't listen to this, does he? We're... Bolt, so I don't <laughs> think he'll be listening... <laughs> Uh, I'd say it'd be relaxing on the Gold Coast, so we probably could. But the Chiefs has been some stinks. There's a couple of good corporate ones as well. Mm. And I put Nick Politis and the boss of Sydney FC, <laughs> yes. Scott Barlow, in. Now, this was one of my favourite stories of the year. <laughs> the Chooks paid 12, between 12 and 15 million to get their high performance centre there. And part of the deal was to have home of the Sydney Roosters. Sydney FC said, bugger, that's our stadium in the summer. And they covered. They went and bought a Bunnings tub for 150 bucks, <laughs> and stuck it up. Covered the sign. And do you, can I let you know a little story there? Right. Um, you know the photo we ran of that online and in the paper yes. of the, the shoddily ar- yeah. arranged um, tarp. The media manager from Sydney FC sent me a follow-up photo when it was more tightly. <laughs> wrapped around the oh, sign right. to say, hey, do you want to use this one instead? Does so, he not know yeah. a nor'easter blows down Moor Park quite <laughs> furiously and, the, and that these things probably needed a more professional job? Exactly. Yeah. But the funny thing is, um, with that, the relationship is still strained because mm. I know for a fact, and I hope Nick Politis doesn't listen to this, but Scott Barlow reached out to Nick to try and sort out a mm-hmm. coffee or a chat and um, Nick wasn't prepared to to catch up. Right. But, but that'll be an issue that even Nick won't have anything to do with, with mm. the Women's World Cup next year because that stadium closes for eight weeks yeah. for the girls, yeah. the women, and it has to be totally clean. Yep. It can't be called Arliens even. Really? No. So, but go through this list. Well, just, just before we move on there... Mm. A couple of months ago, we had our NRL finals lunch there at Allianz, the Daily Telegraph, and we were wandering into Allianz with Mr. Politis, and try as you might, we wandered you couldn't help yourself, could you? We wandered past the home of the Roosters sign, (laughs) and you said, hey, Nick, why don't you line up and get a photo there? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
He's a very oh, well, good sport. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Um, but he's really, really passionate. That's their turf. They don't want South there. Happy to share it with the Waratahs and Sydney FC because they're long-time tenants, but and, not the Rabbitohs. And how good was it for Luttrell to say after in that finals game, it's great to get a win at home? Yeah, oh, yeah, how good was that? <laughs> great for rivalry. But these feuds, they're, they're good reading. I've got... Yep. A great colleague, Dennis Bullfrog Ritchie, <laughs> with Andre Ponga. For those who were living under a rock, Bulldog had a story earlier this year about uh, about Caelan Ponga, to which uh, his father and manager, Andre, did not like. And mm. so he, well, he didn't really name drop Bulldog in the presser because he got his name totally wrong. Mm. Instead of Dean Bulldog Richie, it was Dean Bullfrog. I uh, know Dennis Bullfrog, Dennis Bullfrog Richie, Richie. Yeah. and thus a new nickname was born. And <laughs> Dennis doesn't like it too often, does he? No, he doesn't. No, <laughs> no, no. It's yeah. He, he... I don't think Callan will want to miss too many tackles next year, or the dog will be <laughs> <laughs> the Bullfrog will be right in. Frog will be all over him. Um. The, the the biggest stink this year, though, was Ricky and Jamin Salmon. Yeah, that was... Was it a weak, dogged... Weak, gutted dog. And that, yeah. that we, we have a laugh about these fuse, but that that wasn't a nice one. That no, was unsavoury. It was. It was unsavoury. And, look, I think if Ricky had his time again, as much as these problems with the player goes back a long time, he would not have said that. And um, if he had an opportunity to properly cool down after the game, even the Socceroos, there stinks there. Robbie Slater and Mark Bosnitz. This is sad. That's another really They're sad 30 one. 30-year mates. Mm. Don't talk. That is sad. And fallen out over the Socceroos and Coach and Graham Arnie. Arnold. Arnie, yeah. Who's, despite taking Australia to a last 16 place and played great football, very defensively sound, well-structured after that thrashing to France and... There's no extension there for him currently. It's only happen in soccer. The other one I love, Rusty, mm. remember what Albert Kelly did to Payne Huss's new white joggers? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's a ripper. Hey? <laughs> Poor old Albert's not there anymore, is he? <laughs> no, I don't You're think so. Funded. No. Do you know a pest like that on the drink? Albert, I know plenty <laughs> of them. So you've got you to have a... A big set, don't you, Russ, mm. to, uh, to be picking on Payne Haas. And Payne Haas handled himself very well. He yeah, did. That was a recorded incident. Yeah, yeah, we saw pretty... the images and showed a bit of composure, yeah. I don't mind whacking a colleague in here and having mm. a little chuckle about it. Yep. But they reckon the spray Brent Reed got from Hayden Knowles, who was head of high performance yep. in Newcastle, yep. was all time. Right. All time. So after and Knowles's fallout with Clemmer during yeah, the season, yeah. now neither you know of what them. Brady was guilty of what? Writing the facts. That was his mm. crime. Mm. Did yeah. a brilliant job with that story from memory, Brady, but Mister Knowles didn't take too kindly to it. No. And uh, I forget where the game was Sunday afternoon, and the Knights actually apologised uh, to Brady as a result of that. Yeah, and now neither man's still at the Knights. David Clemmer. It shook radio. Did it? Well, he yeah, he couldn't cook when you know what he's like with his <laughs> oh, lamb. And... Yeah. He's the he's the air fry air fry. No, salmon. no, he's no, no, that's, no, that's Mubsy. That's you. 
He's there for our salmon. Gee whiz. He's radical. What else we got, Mobsy? Well, I want to have a... I'm still not done with these feuds. I think there's so many good ones in here that I... It's sad that we never got to see Paul Gallen and Sonny Bill Williams in the ring together. Yeah, it is. Mm. And um, I don't think they'll ever be mates. They... uh, uh, they almost had an on-air fallout on that. Channel 9 during the year. Mm. And I think Paul Gallen retires knowing he probably could have picked up another two or three million, which is a lot of brass, to get into the ring with Sonny Bill. And he saw that Sonny Bill was very, very beatable when he got rolled the other week. By Mark by Hunt. Mark, yeah. Mark Hunt. That was so stupid what Sonny Bill did in that fight, Mobsy. You know what? He was outboxing him for three rounds. Three clearly ahead on points. Now he did. He said, I want to knock this bloke out now. The ego and he the other bloke just hit him with a couple of big haymakers and that was it. Left but if Sonny open. had just stayed to his jab and he wins it. easy. Mm. Stays oh. away. Yeah. And that was the one threat we know that he hits like a jackhammer hunt, you know? Yeah. Well, he almost he almost had Gal when they had that fight, didn't he? But yeah, yeah. he almost oh, had yeah. Gal. Gallon was rocked. Yeah. And then hunt, instead hand. of going in quickly for the finish, he, he wavered that second. And that's all Gal needed was to yeah. get his senses right and get his defenses up. And that was it. And to Gal's credit, he did an amazing job to turn around that fight. It was He's probably yeah. lucky in that one. Hunt wasn't in great condition. If he trained a bit harder mm. there, Hunt, he might have followed Hunt that. lost 30 kilo for the Sunny Bill yeah, he fight. was in good shape for that fight. You saw this is because mm. he's got a big right hand. Yeah. Oh, um, unbelievable. You wouldn't <laughs> want to get hit by that thing. Watching Sunny Bill and Gal just sit there and talk smack to each other live on air on Channel 9 that night was outstanding. Mm. That was very funny. They didn't know what to do on the panel, did they? No. <laughs> G'day, it's Matty Johns here from the Matty Johns Podcast. Now, each week on a Wednesday, I'm going to talk rugby league, bringing listeners to the very latest from the NRL, including insight analysis from one of the sharpest minds in the game, Cooper Cron. Plus, on Fridays, we'll bring you inside the Johns family household. When I Googled electric eel, it came up with the most frequently asked questions. First one was, can I power my house with electric eels? <laughs> Whether it's uh, NRL or laughs, there's something in this podcast for everyone. Search for the Matty Johns podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'll tell you another good story. A bit of a scandal, actually, I think it is, because I rate Ben Damon now as the voice of Australian boxing. Yeah, he's he does great. a terrific job. Yep. But he got barred by the Cambosis camp. They had broadcast rights and everything for the first fight in Melbourne, wasn't allowed to. What's the beef? What's the beef there? Oh, Ben Damon might have mm. said something their camp didn't appreciate. Hmm. Disgraceful. Wow. But anyway. Well, he's um, got to have a good deal I think with he you. went to the rematch because they didn't have the rights to okay. say who called and all this sort of thing, you know? Mm. Yeah. What about Timothy Sheens and Michael Madge Maguire? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, it's... No Chrissy card there, Adam. No, there's not. Well, given the fact Madge that... Madge is filthy on him. Well, Got rid of him and then gives him points himself. Who, who suggested that at, at the time at a certain lunch? Was there something said at it? Yeah, but yeah. I didn't think he'd take it. <laughs> well, what do you think? No, I didn't think he'd take it either. I, You know, I, for a bloke who was... 
in there to rebuild the club as head of mm. football is now holding the clipboard. Who's mm. rebuilding the club now? Is he doing both jobs? Is How much influence is Benji and Dave Ferner and, and Robbie Farah having mm. on the coaching? Or is yeah. how, how like does it you all work? sacking yeah. me, right? You sacking me, dismissing me. You're director of league. You've got the, you're hire and fire. Yep. And then the next week, what's the what's mobs? What's the buzz with Adam? What's the mobs? Monday mm. mobs. Oh, I can hey, see it now. Yeah, hey, okay, yeah. oh, please, like please. A... You'd lose so many clicks, aren't you? <laughs> How the... are you going to pull a feud list what's together? The mobs? Hang on what's a second. One? I'm looking at these feuds, and there's one name that's. Not very there. clearly missing, and that's your own. You're usually good I'll for a few. I'll tell you why I'm missing. Because for the last four to five weeks, I have had lunches with a number of clubs and repaired issues <laughs> that got out of hand during the year. The buzz the, Rothfield. The one I haven't and will refuse to fix is Philip Ronald Gould. <laughs> the Buzz Rothfield Reconciliation Tour. Yes. This is outstanding. Well, any... Insights as to no, we no insights into my private business. No, <laughs> I know where you've been. I'm do just... I ask you how you what you do every day? <laughs> hey, when you're on the clock, you answer. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, I'm going into Christmas seriously. Yeah, uh, with most uh, th everything nearly patched up. Getting a bit of a soft touch, aren't you? This time, it's not really because what happens, Rusty? Hmm. You know this. Um, from being our chief of staff. And I don't want to keep using that word snake pit, but there's always <laughs> bloody combat. Yeah. And we're always, yeah. as I said before, I write 2,500 words every Sunday, 1,200 words every Monday, and now and again there is offensive material in there. Mm. And the, the moment you drop that sort of story that's going to create drugs, the yeah. moment people stop reading... And can I tell you, seriously, in this job, it's quite funny. I'll go into a function. I haven't seen a bloke for three years, but I'll get a filthy look. <laughs> and I think, so you then, for the next what half hour, are me? racking <laughs> your brain. So I said, you do three and a half thousand words a week, yeah. right? Yeah. How many is that a year? Well, you're, you're on, you do well, 46 weeks. Yeah. That that's a lot of words. A lot of words, and you cannot remember everyone you've touched up. <laughs> maybe maybe they're just good judges of character. Maybe I should just walk out and say, <laughs> "What's your problem? What have I done? Yeah. What have I? Yeah, I'm sorry for whatever I did to you. <laughs> just send it. Just just go in with a form letter and just listen. I'm going to put my name here. Yeah, you put your name here. Blanket apology and, to the and room. The, just, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, just leave room to write what the alleged offence yeah. is, and then sign just an apology get, yeah. and move on. Every function, just get up to the, the dais and do a little dais and do a little. Yeah, I've had sorry. a decent year legally. Yeah. I haven't been sued. Yeah, that's good. What did you always say to me? If you haven't got a legal letter, you're not trying hard enough? <laughs> well, not really. I, I haven't had a legal letter for two or three years, which our lawyers had to look at and put in the bin because it was an outrageous claim they made and we didn't hear back from them. I'm not going to say who it was from either because... They might get I another had, one. No, because I had that's lunch right. with that person ah. the Wednesday before last. So. <laughs> Again, you don't mm. hold lifelong... Hmm. Unless it's Gus. Yeah. Lord. we got to go, don't we? <laughs> no, Can't well, we find something else to talk no, about? No, there's a couple more before you just wrap up because this, oh. is, this is the Buzz Rothfield Awards ceremony. This is, right. like you said, what's the buzz? You do it for 46 weeks a year. Yeah. It's a lot of content, but, uh, you know, the best of. What about, I love an item here, mate, collective I do, arguing. I do more than 46 weeks. 
You have six weeks of annual leave a year. And you get me while I'm on leave to write the awards and the predictions. So make it 48 weeks. 48 weeks. Yeah, Thank okay. You, that's, Adam. that's fair. I I'll give you that. know you're a stickler for accuracy. <laughs> yeah, well. We... Russ, a bit more input, please. <laughs> Where are we going here? What are we What are we doing? What's, well, what are we... I want to have a look at, we're so confused. What about Tyson Gamble declaring Adam Reynolds was the mastermind at the Broncos, not Kevin Walters? That was that was after he'd signed a deal to go to Newcastle, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> Rusty, tell me yeah. if I'm wrong, yeah. but I reckon O'Brien, yep. Griffin, Holbrook are under the pump, but I reckon you could throw Kevin to that quartet. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I think I think Holbrook pressures I don't know if Holbrook's under as much pressure as any of those guys. I think he's doing some good things at the Titans off the field. I've got to get it right on the field, but yeah, it's um I think you can def- definitely add Kevin. To that mix. They, they've got a, such a talented squad, the Bronx. Um, so maybe Tyson Gamble was right. He's off to Newcastle. Mm. I mm. that's why he's off to Newcastle. <laughs> well, yeah, well. I'm, I'm trying to think back to the timeline. I think he'd signed that deal to leave before he'd actually said that. So, oh, right. But it was – look, I'm I'm all for players saying – speaking their minds freely. Me I want, too. You know, I love it. Yeah. Love hearing this. Yeah. So um, don't stop just because no we're talking about it. doubt about it that Adam Reynolds is more than a – First grade NRL oh, half yeah. back there. Well, that's why they paid. If how you much don't they suck did. his brain, you're a goose. Exactly. Yeah. When a player gets to that, what, how many years has he been playing? Yeah, yeah. They do become like a coach. Don't Premiership they, winning know? halfbacks. Yeah. You need like Cooper Cronk when but he a was good a coach. Relies yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Trent Robinson said he yeah. he learnt from Cooper Cronk. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you remember the website he had? It was a. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. The. To Cooper Cronk, a lot of messages, mm-hmm. mind messages, and ways to. He's a he's a different cat. What about cat. when he was doubling up with the Roosters in oh, the storm? Coaching Jerome Hughes oh, one yeah, week, and yeah. my goodness, I got in a strife oh, about that, that story. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that your fault? All he did was report it. Will you be exchanging Christmas cards with with Cooper? Is that on the list? I see Cooper every yeah. Monday night in the okay. green room, and all we're good. we're pleasant. But okay. I'm not sure we'd exchange a Christmas card. Okay. Don't what, think we're that tight. What about uh, Paul Kent? Paul Kent, would I exchange a Christmas card with Kenty? I'll tell you something about Kenty. It's really interesting. I've really, he's grown on me. I seriously really enjoy his company, and it's just happened this year. (laughs) So it has. How long have you known him? (laughs) I hired him in 1999. (laughs) Two beers at the Clock Hotel, and I hired him, had him over the line. Uh, This is the first year you've enjoyed him. He'll love that. No, no. (laughs) I've just got to understand him better okay and it never ever comes across on television because it's a <laughs> shit fight <laughs> but uh no he's good are you candy mm. right buzz well we'll have to wrap this up but we're going to look into next week your predictions for 2023 mm, this can't is where you wait, st- adam you stick your nose we out and rush yeah let's keep him around i hope he lives <laughs> <laughs> i'll have a better better uh, better prep enjoy your chrissy guys and we'll speak to you next week Ta-ta.
Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.